All righty. Welcome, everybody, to this brand new episode of Doug's Dugout. It's actually episode one for season two, and we're welcoming back Doug Blunt. Uh, he is our baseball MLB expert for the season. Doug, welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad to be back, Danny. It's been a long time. I know. I know. We've got... Uh, some exciting episodes coming up this week, and we've got a big episode coming up uh, next month for Apple WWDC. So you'll be back on uh, a few times between now and then. <laughs> Maybe we might see the Apple Oculus Rift <laughs> Maybe. on that episode. Right? Maybe so. so. That's what so, they're saying. Yeah. So basically, today we're starting up uh, Doug's dugout for season two. And Doug, tell me what can we expect uh, from the uh, from baseball this uh, this season? A uh, few a few surprises this year. Uh, the the Florida teams are doing much better this year. Yeah. I think they've cooled off a little bit, but. Um, but I think they're still they're playing good ball. Yeah. Um, there's an ex Cardinal who used to be the bench coach and a player that became managers of the Miami team. Yeah. He became the over the over the scene Skip Schumacher, and uh, he's he seems to be doing okay. Um, the Yankees aren't doing nothing. Boston's not expected to do really anything this year. Um. Uh, the big surprise is my Cardinals. We're the worst team in baseball, but we can get into that a little later. <laughs> and um, yeah, it, it's terrible, you know. Uh, Houston, you know they're you know they're doing okay. Well, it's I was a, a little season. surprised that Texas is doing much better than Houston. <laughs> uh, uh, well, they've spent a, they they spent a lot of money over the, on the off season. Yeah, but the big acquisition. The guy that used to pitch for the Mets, Jacob DeGroom, he's been hurt. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he I think he's on the DL now. So, you know, they haven't got all their pitching in there. But no, they they're doing quite well. Yeah. You know. Uh Tigers, you know, Cardinals are playing Tigers on the screen back here. Uh Tigers is you know, they're just Tigers. I mean, they're not yeah. that good they're good at team. Yeah. You know, but um, you know, I believe that the Dodgers are just mediocre. There's really not been a team that's really taken charge in all of baseball. Yeah. 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 Now, are you yeah. planning to go in, go up to St. Louis for any Redbird games this year? We hope to. We hope to take the the new bike, you know, the new electric bike I got. Yeah. I got a bike rack for it now. Yeah. And uh, so we we may drive up there because we I'm from that area and she is too and and. Um, I think she'd like to see her mother and then um, over on the Illinois side, we'd like to go back to my hometown and, you know, and drive around a little bit, maybe stay at night. Yeah. Wow. Well, that would be so, kind of so, cool. That would be definitely kind of cool. Well, yeah, we did that two, two or three years ago. Yeah. And I had, I hadn't been back to Carlinville in God, 20, 30 years, 20 years. Yeah. At least 20 years since dad died. And, um, um, you know, and she'd never been there and she is, she loved the town. She loved Cronenville. Yeah. And then recently in the winter time, there's a, uh, a group that comes down from Cronenville that stays over South Padre Island. 
Oh, wow. And uh, there's, yeah. And so they, we had lunch with them on a Sunday afternoon over there at Blackbeard's. Yeah. And that was great. I hadn't seen those, I hadn't seen those people in 50 years. Wow. Now, yeah, how, how, long uh, it's been. how big or how small is that town? 5,000. Oh, wow. 5,200. Wow. Been like that for 100 years, 5,200. That's, that's like the size of uh, Los Fresnos, something like that, I think. Yeah, it's got a, got a big courthouse in there. They call it the Million Dollar Courthouse that was built back in 1870. Yeah. I mean, it looks like something from Washington, D.C. Wow. Because they were going to move the capital from Springfield down to Carlinville, and there was a scandal involved, and, you know, um, it never got moved. It's, yeah. They use it for the county now, but it's yeah. big. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to play army on the on the place. It's huge. Wow. Big old dome. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. kind of neat. That's kind of neat. Yeah, it was nice to see those people. I hadn't seen those people, like I said, in 50 years. You know, some of them, one of, one of them was my first girlfriend. I was like 15 years old. She was there with her husband. And some old coal miner buddies were there. And uh, it was it was a it was a good time. I can't wait till they get back here again. Yeah, that would be kind of neat. Um, definitely, there's nothing like going back to your hometown. Of course, I'm already here, so you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I've moved around a lot. But you know, between yeah. you know California, I was in California for a while, and in Wichita for a while, and Tulsa for a while, and Oklahoma City, and then Grand Rapids. You know, yeah. and then I ended up down here. Yeah. I don't know how that happened, but it ended up down here. You and, ended up uh, in paradise. <laughs> I thought I was getting a pretty good deal. It was a good deal when I first came down here. Oh, but that's well. that's that's a, that's another story for the Naked City. Oh well, yeah. All yeah, right, Doug. It was a lot different. Well, let's go ahead and flip to our to your scoreboard here. Screen, give me a okay. second. And uh, it looks kind of the same from last year, but basically we've got the standings here. Um, in the American League East, uh, Tampa Bay appears to be on top with 27 wins and seven losses. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good record. What do you think about them? Uh, it's pretty neat because, um, you know, Tampa, both Tampa and Miami, they don't draw very well at all. Yeah. Okay. And um, they both, and they never, they don't have, both teams don't have much money. Yeah. Okay. But what they did is they made some um, good trades and stuff. Okay. There's a book called the extra 10% or something like that, um, that a baseball guy wrote of how Tampa uses their small payroll in our state competitive. Mm -hmm. And they're in a tough division because they've got the Yankees in there. They got Boston in there and they got Toronto in there, you know, so that's, that's a really tough division. Yeah. But um, they made a few key, key trades. Um, um, they got rid of a couple of years ago. They got rid of their high dollar guys, guy that plays for the Yankees, um, Stanton. They trade him away to reduce their payroll. But right. then they made a few key trades with well, one was a, probably the best trade they've made was with the Cardinals. Because they got a guy named Randy Aronazina, mm -hmm. and he was the Cardinals. The Cardinals just they said, "Ah, no, we don't need him anymore." So they traded him away, and then they turned around and God, he went to the. They went to the playoffs, and he just come unglued to the playoffs, and 
you know, and he's 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 a uh, one of the best players in baseball right now. And then they got this other, they got this pitcher named Sandy Alcantara, and they got him from the Cardinals in the trade. Yeah. Okay. And and he's doing. He he won the Cy Young last year. So I mean, you know, and uh, they're they're building their team. They've done it with you know within the system. Right. Because they because they don't have the payroll. Right. And then the second one after that is Baltimore. They've got a 22 win and 12 loss uh, record. What do you think about them? Well, that's a James Cronston team, if you remember him. Yeah. From the old days, right? Yeah. And uh, him and I, we text back and forth. You know, Baltimore for years, ever since the Ripkins, has not been a very good team. Last year, they had a good, they almost made the playoffs last year. Or did they make it? I don't think they made it, but they, they came close. Yeah. And that's a tough division because you got the Yankees, you got Boston, you know, and Toronto and that. And um they're again a small payroll and they're uh and they they're growing their team within their system. Yeah. Okay. So they don't have that large payroll. Unfortunately, Baltimore's not drawn very well. Yeah. And um, rumor is that they may be moving very, very soon, but I don't think that's going to happen. Where are they moving but to? There's been a couple teams, a couple places. One, of course, is Vegas. Yeah. And uh, another one is um, uh, Vegas. And then I think Mexico City is one of them. Really? Mexico okay. City? Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, the baseball's big in Mexico. So, you know, Mexico. Yeah, it is. I and, mean, I know that yeah. uh, their little league team won or went to like some world thing a few years back. I can't remember something like that. But and then I, I think they they're thinking about North Carolina. Yeah, I think maybe Charlotte, but that's not going to do well there because the Braves. That's not you know the Braves are not that far away. Right. Right. So it's going to be tougher than the move, but. And then I think there's a rumor that they may, you know, they may be moving to Montreal too. So, oh wow, but, another Canadian yeah. team. <laughs> yeah, well, the Expos were up there for a long time, and they couldn't draw. Yeah, and so they moved, you know, they moved the team down to uh, Washington D.C. and they changed the name of the team. Right, right. They're Capitals now. Yeah. So yeah, they had a they had a stadium problem. Now they got a uh, Montreal. Yeah, Montreal they had had a stadium problem. They just they just wasn't drawn. That's right. Know. They were the Expos, right? The Montreal Expos. Yeah, the Expos. Yeah, yeah. they so had they the good teams. The Washington Nationals. Yeah. Nationals. Yeah, kept, yeah. yeah, Washington Nationals. Yeah, and they're they're not drawn either, but yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember uh, seeing a clip of their stadium in the uh, House of Cards intro. You know the Kev, the old Kevin yeah. Spacey. Uh, uh episodes you know yeah yeah sure love that show i did too yeah but i didn't watch it because of kevin spacey though <laughs> the last season well he wasn't in the last season that's when all that stuff happened <laughs> but know. when he was you know the the first couple seasons you know kevin spacey is really good oh yeah no doubt about it it's, i used to like yeah. when he used to go into the third person you know in the yeah uh, yeah, yeah that yeah. was kind of cool well, that was kind of cool. He, he's a good actor. I don't care, you know, you know his other stuff that he's been involved in. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thirty years ago. Yeah. You know, give me a break. You know, 
but he's been able to fight everybody back. So I guess he's okay. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but then he's of course, pretty much blacklisted. Then of course you've got Toronto and Boston next, and then you've got the Yankees down at the bottom of that uh, division. Yeah, right. yeah Toronto's got a good team. They've got a really good team, yeah. and um, the Cardinals played them the first series of the year in St. Louis. Yeah. And um, uh, you could tell the difference between the two teams between Toronto and St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, they built it. It's taken them a couple of years, two or three years, but they've built a good team. And, you know, they, they just throw a few, few, you know, free agents in there just to get them over the hump. Cause you know, it's, it's hard to compete with Boston and the Yankees on that payroll deal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, they've got bigger payrolls, right? The Yankees and the and Boston would have a bigger. Oh payroll. yeah, Yankees. You know, you know the top three teams are the Yankees, the Dodgers, and I think San Diego might be really the Padres. Payroll goals. Huh? Wow. Oh, they spent. I think they spent almost a billion dollars, maybe three quarters of. Yeah, they signed all kinds of free agents. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Well. Then the next section is the American League Central, and I guess uh, your daughter will be happy that her Minnesota Twins are on top. Yeah, you know, the weather hasn't been that good up there. Yeah. Um, you know, the grandson's at a track meet today, but um, it's been, you know, it's typical Minnesota weather. Um, <laughs> but, you know, there, there's so many indoor stadiums now that I think their schedule is geared, you know, where there is an indoor stadium, you know, yeah. now the twins don't have, the twins don't have an indoor stadium. Wow. Okay. But yeah, the football team does, but the baseball team doesn't, doesn't make sense. Nobody can figure that one out, yeah. but um, no, they, they picked up, a, you know, they've got a couple of good guys on there. Uh, you know, they got a, a, a guy that's one of the best players. His shortstop's one of the best players in baseball. And, uh, well, he used to play for the Astros, their shortstop. Yeah. Carlos Correa. Yeah. 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 So he's yeah. He's with them now, huh? Yeah. And you know, he's got he's got a, a lot of years left. Yeah. There was a little controversy in the post in the in the postseason uh around January or so, is that he was a free agent and he originally he went he was gonna sign with the with the Giants for a ton of money. Wow. 11 year deal and all that. And then they, they announced it and all that. And then he couldn't pass the physical. Wow. Well, then he says, well, I'll just go somewhere else. So I think he was going to go to Boston. Yeah. Same thing happened. Couldn't pass the physical. Wow. And then um, they were worried about his ankle or something. He had an injury a couple years ago. And, um, I guess the physical revealed something, but then he went back to the twins and they offered him a good sized contract. So he's wow. happy. Wow. Well, you've yeah. got, before I miss, uh, miss, uh, uh, represent Cleveland, I believe you mentioned last year, they're known as the Cleveland guardians now. Yeah. Woke <laughs> city, you know, <laughs> well, they're second. I'll still call them Indians. I'll yeah. still call them Indians. They're second in their division there. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing decent ball. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, they're playing decent ball. And surprisingly, Detroit is third. I, I think last season they were at the bottom of the barrel, weren't they? Yeah, well, they they were this year, but then they've got hot. As a matter of fact, I just heard on the game a while ago that their uh, relief pitching is the best in the business. Is wow. in the league in both leagues? Yeah. Wow. And uh, I agree with that because you know the Cardinals got beat Friday night. Okay, and they got beat yesterday, and I think we're still winning. I think, but um, they seem to have some pretty good relief pitchers. Wow! They have no names. There's there's no names on that on that ball club that I recognize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they're there again. You know, they they're just building within the system. Yeah, look at Kansas City in that division. They're at the wow. bottom of the barrel. That they've had eight. Oh, that's Kansas. 20. That's Kansas City for you. You know. <laughs> 26 losses. Yeah, they, wow. I don't know. Kansas City had a, I think they, they had a good team about five years ago or so. Yeah. But they haven't done anything in a long time. Yeah. Um, You know, they're wanting a new stadium too, but yeah. I don't know if they'll get one or not. But they, um, you know, uh, low payroll, their farm system pretty much dried up about five years ago when they went to the World Series. And, um, and, uh, they just, they're going to be dead. They're going to be, they'll finish last this year. Yeah. I'm positive about that. Yeah. Chicago's one notch about them. Chicago White Sox. They've got 11 wins and, uh, 23 losses. Yeah. Disappointing team this year. Uh, Tim Anderson, one of the best players in baseball. There are some other ball players on there. Lance Lynn former Cardinal pitcher that pitches for the White Sox. He's kind of got off to a bad start. Um, uh, but I think the White Sox will be back up there in that division. It'll probably end up with the Twins and the White Sox going back and forth. Mm. They, they get a chance of making a wild card. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the American League West, as we spoke about earlier. Texas is on top with 19 wins and 13 losses. That's kind of surprising yeah, from yeah. where they were last year. You they know. made a, you know, they got they got that new ballpark there in Dallas, right? Uh huh. I guess actually it's in Frisco, and um, you know, billion dollar ballpark, and so the team, I guess the team decided that hey, we gotta we gotta pack them into that stadium, so they went out in the off season and picked up a bunch of free agents. Wow. Yeah. Well, it seems it's paid yeah. off for them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and they've got some pitching they've developed inside the organization. And what they did is that on the off season, they went out and got a, uh, a manager. Okay. That that's a pitching coach and all that kind of stuff. He's been in baseball. He's been in baseball forever. Mm -hmm. I forget the guy's name, but he's, you know, and, um, he's a pretty good manager. He's a, he's a thinker. Yeah. So he, you know, they, they did, they, you know, they picked him up. They got a pretty good deal. So, yeah, I, I think, I think the Rangers will be in it. I think at least for a wild card. Yeah. And then you've got the angels right behind them with 19 wins and 15 losses there. Well, well, unquestionably, they got the two best ball players in baseball. Mm -hmm. They got, you know, the Japanese ball player, Otani, mm -hmm. okay, that goes both ways. He can pitch and hit, okay? And uh, then you got uh, 
um, the center fielder, okay, and his name is, let me think now, it's on the tip of my tongue, but um, definitely the best player in baseball, mm -hmm. okay, and their center fielder is, and I think might have, they might have hit you on the right field, and, you know, uh, the third baseman, uh, Radon, used to play for the Nationals. He had a monster year when the Nationals won the World Series. And the, he was a free agent. The Angels signed him to a huge $285 million contract. Wow. And um, and he's been hurt ever since. But this year, he's not hurt. And he's doing pretty good. But Ohani, you know, Hotani and uh, is definitely, he's, he's a, I mean, he can pitch. I mean, you know, look at the World Baseball Congress games, okay? You know, and uh, he, he pitched, of course, so he pitched for the Japanese, okay? And uh, he's, just, he's just fantastic. He can hit. He hits homers. He's a hell of a pitcher. He's got, he's only been in the league for a couple of years, and he's got over 500 strikeouts. Wow. So, yeah, he's, he's and I think he's, you know, Babe Ruth used to be a pitcher, right, in the beginning of his career. Right. And he's surpassing all of Babe Ruth's wow. years. Yeah, wow. what, what Babe Ruth did back in 1915, 1916, all that. So he's for real. Wow. Yeah, he's for real. So he'd be okay. Yeah. Well, also uh, Houston, they're and, at third. And the Angels have improved their... The Angels have always had a pretty good hitting ball club. You know, Albert was with Angel with the Angels for ten years, right? Right. Okay. And I mean, his numbers went down, but he was still better than most baseball players. Yeah. Okay. And and you know, of course, so he's gone now, but but they never had any pitching. Never had any pitching. Yeah. Well, they now they've developed their pitching, picked up a couple of free agents, and they seen the Cardinals played them last weekend. And they seem to be a much better ball club. Yeah. And Houston's third in the league right now. They've had 17 wins uh, and 16 losses. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're, you know, this is, it's a long year. Yeah. They'll be fine. McCormick yeah. got hurt. Matter of fact, you know, he's on the injured reserve, but um, he's going to be playing. He's playing at Corpus Christi right now. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they, you know, he's recovering from his injuries. So, right. yeah, because every day I get an email. They're, you know, they are they got McCormick bobblehead tonight and all that kind of stuff. Right. So, you know, we go to the Corpus Christi games all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, yeah. last in that league, you've got Seattle and Oakland. Well, Seattle has a good team. They just haven't unwind yet. Yeah. Uh, they've got this Hernandez guy is really something special. And they've got a couple other ball players. Um, old Cardinal uh, Colton Wong is playing second base for him, mm -hmm. so they've improved, and they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, they're going to be near the top by the end of the year. Yeah. Um, Oakland A's. What can you say about the Oakland A's? You know, <laughs> they we you know we've always said you know they play in the Oakland Mausoleum there, <laughs> so the Coliseum. Yeah. And you know they don't draw very well. They're, the Coliseum is just literally falling down. Yeah. And you know the rumor is that well they bought some land in Vegas, and they got to convince the Vegas people to build them a new stadium like they did the Raiders. Right. And um, matter of fact, MLB 
you know, they said, hey, listen, you, we can't have baseball in Oakland. They'll, you know, you need to move the, you need to move somewhere else or build yeah. a new stadium. Wow. And Oakland, you know, Oakland hasn't doesn't have the tax base, you know, even though they're in the Bay Area. Right. They're no San Francisco. You know, there's, you know, Oakland is a lot different than San Francisco. Yeah. And, you know, and the A's, you know, once again, you know, the Yank, the A's is a poor baseball team yeah. and they get, a, they get a bunch of ball players and young kids and they do pretty good for a year. You know, it takes them two or three years. Okay. And they play good for a year. They usually make the playoffs. And then when those guys become free agents, they lose them all. Wow. Or either that or they start trading them away. Wow. But that's historically, that's always been the A's. Uh -huh. Even when they had, you can go back in baseball history, like in 1914 or so, they had they had the what they called the uh the million dollar infield. Yeah. And they were a really, really good team. Charlie and not Charlie Finley, but uh the um uh, Connie Mack was the the manager and you know he was a you know he was a manager but he was also the owner so he was the manager for like for 50 years wow you know because he, he wasn't going to fire himself right right yeah yeah and then he he would build a team and they'd be good for four or five years and then he'd have to make payroll and then he'd start selling players off wow he did that like two or three times and then wow. when charlie finley turned you know connie mack finally got too old he died and then Charlie Finley, they were in Kansas City then, and then Charlie Finley bought them, and he was tight with the money. That was the teams, the great Oakland teams with Reggie Jackson and Raleigh Fingers and By the Blue, who, by the way, just died today. Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, and and then, you know, same it's the same story. Every They get some players, they make the playoffs, and then they trade them away. Wow. Because they can't make payroll. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's a movie called Moneyball. Yeah. Brad Pitt was in it, and that's that's the Oakland A's. Wow, where they use statistics to value the the players, the players. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, yeah. Well, on the National League East, uh, Atlanta is ahead, uh, twenty four wins and eleven losses. What, what's what do you think about? Atlanta? No surprise there. No yeah. surprise there. I think Atlanta may have the best team in baseball. They've got good young pitching. They've got young ball players on that team with and um overall class organization yeah you know they yeah they're they're good yeah. they, they they came in st louis and they just destroyed the cardinals wow this year yeah they just you know there's no comparison but yeah yeah atlanta's got a good team yeah and then you've got the new york mets behind them they're still working on it um, you know, they, they're again, the Mets, uh, spent a lot of money, about three quarters of a billion dollars, you know, and, um, they picked up a bunch of free agents and, um, the pitcher they picked up probably one of the best in baseball. He's been hurt. And then they've been, they lost their, I think they lost their, their shorts. No, they lost their relief pitcher, their best reliever, their closure on the world baseball Congress this year, they were playing a game. He was playing, I think he was pitching for Mexico, I think. Yeah. And they won the game. They got all excited and he hurt himself in the celebration. Wow. 
Anki tore Anki tore Achilles or something. Wow. But he's out for the whole year. Wow. Well, that's not good. No. Pretty My good it, manager. Yeah. They got you know Buck Showalter's pretty good manager. He's been around in baseball forever. He's a lifer, and uh, he'll 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 get them on track eventually here. And then the next three in the league, uh, in the same league, are Miami, Philly, and Washington. Yeah, well, Washington, you know, there again, that team's in transition because uh, the principal owner died. He's like he's really old, like ninety-five years old or something, <laughs> and he died, and now the family wants to sell the team. So they're oh, up wow. for sale. Wow. Wow. And so, and they really, and they traded away, you know, their, their big ball player was one Soto and they last year he was going to be a free agent. Well, yeah. usually what happens, they, when a guy, the kid's going to be a free agent. They trade him away uh, like a year before he's going to be a free agent so they can get something for him. Right. So they traded him to San Diego and they really don't, you know, you know, they've lost, their pitcher, there's a um, pitcher that hasn't pitched for him since in two years. They're paying him like twenty five million a year. You know he's got all kinds of arm problems and stuff. And then, you know, they traded uh, what's his name off to Philadelphia a couple years ago because they didn't want to pay his salary. Yeah. And so and so, um, you know, Washington's Washington. Yeah. Kind of reminds you back in the old days when the Senators played there. Yeah. Same situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because back in the back in the day when the Negro leagues were around, um, the owner was a guy named Calvin Griffin, and uh -huh. the Senators they never did do anything. They was always like space. So what he he was <clears throat> he was one of the owners that voted against integration, and the reason why he voted against integration back in forty six forty seven time frame is because he made all his money. Okay, leasing the ballpark out to the Negro leagues, ah. and and he said, you know, he said, hey, I'm not prejudiced at all. I'm not, I don't, I don't, you know. He says, he says, I've got a lot of, you know, they call them back there, colored ball players. Okay, and he says, well, I've got a lot of colored people, or colored players, or color, in my front office. Yeah, and 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 he, they would draw, you know, back then, you know, the, you know, the the blacks black families that was a cheap date you go yeah. you go to the baseball game right? right and they had good teams the negro leagues were good teams right okay so he he kept integration you know as long as he could right. because he he needed the money to operate the the major the major league team yeah wow yeah wow yeah yeah so that's because you know you had you know washington dc a lot of black families, they had disposable income because they worked for the government there, right? right. A lot of, you know, a lot of blacks are in civil service, yeah. especially back then. Right. Okay. And they would take their families to see the, you know, see the Negro Leagues play. Wow. Wow. Yeah. A little bit of history yeah. there. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the National League Central. Pittsburgh's on top at uh, 20 wins. That, that, is a, that is a surprise there. Um. You know, Pittsburgh is another team that they have a beautiful ballpark. Oh, yeah. It's it's a PNC Park is beautiful. But they've never been able to draw very well because in Pittsburgh, you know, high school football is very big. Yeah. Okay. And NFL with the Steelers, right? Yeah. 
Right. But they've had some good teams. You know, you go back to Roberto Clemente and, you know, that's where Barry Bonds originally came from. And they've had some good teams over the year, but they haven't been able to keep up with all the other teams. And their front office has made some personnel mistakes, mm -hmm. but they seem to got their act together. They picked up um, um, a, a, a lot of young talent. Okay, and one of the big deals is that, you know, now it seems like Pittsburgh is following the Atlanta Braves um, process. Okay, they're, they're getting a, a young ball player, and they put him in there, and he does pretty good, and then they sign him to a long-term contract. Mm -hmm. so, so they've signed like two or three ball players. No, more than that, about four ball players. Brian Reynolds, I think, is the last one that was just done last week. Mm -hmm. And they've signed him a long-term contract because usually in the past, Pittsburgh could never keep up with free agency. So right. the, the player become free agent, they'd, they'd move on. Or the Pirates were trading before becoming free agent. Right. They're not doing that now. They're not right. doing it now. So they're playing some good ball. I don't think Pittsburgh will be in it by the end of the year. I think they're going to I think they're gonna run out of gas, mm -hmm. maybe by the All-Star break. But right. so far... Hey, they're playing good. Yeah. And, of course, you've got Milwaukee second there with uh, 18 wins and 15 losses. Yeah, M Milwaukee's a good franchise. they not big on free agency. Um, you know, the uh, their outfielder, uh, what's his name? Um, looks like Pete Davidson on the SNL. Um they signed him to a huge contract when he went to most valuable player here that year. Right. And cause he was a young ball player, Yelich, that's his name, Christian Yelich. Right. And he hasn't done much since then. Yeah. Okay. So they're stuck on his salary. I mean, he plays every day, but he's not hitting the home runs like he used to. Right. And they've got a, you know, they're, they've got a couple pitchers on there that are going to be free agents next year. Okay. And usually what they do is they get rid of them in, around the all-star break so they wow. can get something. Yeah. But and we'll see what happens on that. Milwaukee will be in there. they got a good team. And Chicago Cubs, they're third with 17 wins and 16 losses. Weren't they at the bottom last year? Yeah, they, they looked really bad last year. They had no defense and all that. Um, they're, I haven't seen the Cubs this year, but um, they've made some inroads with some young ball players. Mm -hmm. Cubs, the Cub farm system's never been very good. Yeah. Okay. Um, you go back to the days with when uh, Wrigley Gum owned them. You yeah. know, back in the forties, the fifties, and the sixties. Right. And Charlie Charlie uh, Wrigley never spent any money on the Cubs. Yeah. The son did. Now the old man did. Yeah. Okay, he spent a lot of money on the Cubs. Right. But but. He, but when he died, well, the, the youngster got in there and, uh, around 1960, I think it was, and they haven't done anything since then. Wow. You know, they did win the world championship a couple of years ago, five years ago or so, Yeah. but you know, but their farm system's never been good. Yeah. Okay. And, but they're getting some talent on there now. Yeah. So yeah, they got a lot of work on their defense. See, the big deal was when they had that good team a couple, about three years ago, you know, they traded away all their ball players. I mean, we're talking about good young ball players that we could probably had at least 10, 15 year of future with them. You know, as you know, um, so smart, 
that plays for Philadelphia. You got, um, you know, like Bassett, I think his name. And then you had, you know, Javi, Javi um, Baez, and then good young ball players. But see, they're all coming up on free agency. So they got rid of all of them. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got Cincinnati and your Redbirds down at the bottom on that uh, National Central. Yeah, I don't think Cincinnati's going to do too much. I think I I picked them to be very in the last place. Mm -hmm. Um, Decent ballpark to play in. A lot of history with that organization, but um, not much talent. They've got a good, you know, there again, you know, they had a a couple of free Asians, pretty good ball players, and they were young. They came up, trade them away because of free agency. They couldn't right. pay the salary. Yeah. And, you know, last year, you know, Joey Votto had a bad year. I don't know what he's doing this year, but um, he's like 37, 38. He's been in Cincinnati forever. His, his you know, he's out of his prime now. And um, they, you know, a few, but they really don't have a very good organization. Yeah. Not like it was, not like it used to be. Right. And then, of course, your Cardinals. What's going on there? Well, I don't know what's going on. With, well, you know, everybody asks me about what's going on with the Cardinals, Doug. And I tell them, well, in the beginning of the year, they wasn't getting a whole lot of hitting, okay? The big guns, Goldschmidt and Arenado, okay? They were just doing okay. And then Arenado went on a slump uh, after the first series, and he didn't. His yesterday he had a home run. But it was the first time he hit a home run in since April the twelfth. Yeah, Goldschmidt is you know Goldschmidt hit a home run tonight today too, but he's got six homers. Goldschmidt's Goldschmidt. Yeah, steady steady as a rock. Most yeah. valuable player this last year, right? He's steady as a rock. And then you know they picked up Wilson Contreras, an ex Cub. Okay, on free agency, they're again the Cubs. You know they let him get away. He's three-time All-Star. Yeah. Contreras is hitting, okay, but then you know Arenado is Arenado is probably the best defensive third baseman baseball's ever seen, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But his hitting—he's always like a three hundred hitter. He's always hitting three hundred, but this year he's hitting like two forty, and he's just—he's been in a slump, and it's going to take him a while to get out of that slump. We're seeing signs of that now, mm-hmm. but it's going to take a while. He's going to take him a while to get up there. And the rest of the team is basically the same from last year, okay? But one important ingredient, and that's Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. I think Albert Pujols did more for that team, not so much with his bat, okay? You know, last summer, the second half, you know, that's that'll never happen again in baseball history. But up to that point, even when he wasn't hitting the first half, he has added that much more in the dugout. Yeah. He was a leader, Okay. And he the young the young ball players would come to him. Yepes being this guy named Juan Yepes, I mean you could always saw Juan Yepes and Albert talking to each other. And they were on the iPad and they were drawing scheme. They're drawing diagrams and stuff on there, and you know and and Albert's just you know he you know he's you know probably the best right-handed hitter that's ever played, mm-hmm. and they needed him on there. And that Cardinal manager, you know Ali Marmol, he's on he. Albert was 42 and Marmol was only, was only 36 mm-hmm. even now. Right. And, you know, he, he really didn't play the game that much. 
but you know, he was always in like a bench coach or something, you know, and I think Albert and Yachty took charge of that team. Yachty didn't play that much last year. He had, you know, but that's okay because he gave us 19 years, but Albert that last year, he just ran, he ran that clubhouse, all the hitters, all the hitters went over to him. All the first, even Goldschmidt over, you know, showed him how to play a little first base. I mean, you know, he's just something special. And this year, you know, the relief pitching sucks. Okay. You know, our muscle man, Wainwright, he missed the first part of the season. He just got off the DL by lifting. He pulled a muscle or something in his groin, lifting weights. Can you imagine that? Wow. And, uh, He's not supposed to lift weights. He's 42 years old. He's a freaking pitcher. Right. You know, he, you know, and O'Neill has him in hitting. Um, there's, there's something wrong with that clubhouse right now. Other, you know, they've lost eight games in a row. Right. Um, and that's got a lot to do with it, but there's something else wrong with that clubhouse. He, Marmo does not have control of that. They need a, a senior citizen come in there and just take charge. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And, no, you know, Yachty, you know, you, you know, and Contreras, you know, the, the big news is that, you know, we've got a, a three-time all-star catcher, Contreras, that we paid $87 million from free agency this year. Okay, he's hitting good, but he's having trouble handling the pitchers, the pitchers yeah. because he's not used to them. Right. Okay. So now what they've done is he slid in third base Friday night and messed up his ankle, but he can still run and, and play. Okay, so then what they did is they turned around and, you know, they, they said, okay, we're going to put him in DH and we're going to maybe play a little outfield and we bring up Kesner, which Kesner can't hit with a damn. He had home run Friday night, but, you know, he cannot hit. Okay. And they brought a kid up from from Memphis to help out. But they're just trying to keep uh, Contreras in the lineup because he right. catches every day with a bad ankle. He's going to get hurt, you know, yeah. and he's going to be out for a long time. You know, Donovan's doing great. Donovan's having a great year. Yeah. Um, you know, and there, there's some players having a great lead, but, you know, Newt Barr, he's doing okay. But mm-hmm. the relief pitcher is just terrible. Yeah. Just terrible. Well, so over I on, think we're going to get, we're going to come out of it. I yeah. think we're going to come out of it. So, well, over yeah. on the National League West, you've got the Dodgers on top with 20 wins and 14 losses there. Uh, the Dodgers, you know, one of the highest payrolls in baseball. Yeah. Um, you know, Mookie, you know, Mookie uh, Betts can play anywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, and they've got um, the guy, the kid they got from Atlanta, first baseman. I forget his name. They, you know, they just got a good team. Yeah, and then you've got they always, Arizona, they, yeah, then you've got Arizona that? behind them. Arizona's done a lot of good things they've got some good talent they're in about the second or third year yeah all this talent they brought up yeah. from the miners made a few trades not too not too many don't really have any free agents they've signed right um but I, they're they got put you know they got good potential right and then you've got the padres third there i would say they may have a higher payroll than the yankees this year Wow. But um, I mean, they went out and got just a ton of ball players, you know, infielders, outfielders, pitchers. They're they're going yeah, the ownership. They want to win, and they're going to spend all kinds of money to make that happen. Right. Okay. Yeah. And they got 
I mean, you know, pitchers, you know, they got the Japanese ball player. Um, they used to, they're another cub that they traded away. Yeah. Okay. He's a good pitcher and, um, they're going for the gold this year. Yeah. And then if they don't win it this year, uh, they're going to have a hard time because yeah. they've got those, some of those players are going to be free agents next year. And then you've got San Francisco and Colorado at the bottom there. <laughs> well, San Francisco, um, Cardinals played them in Frisco last week and um, really no names at all. Yeah. I didn't rec hardly recognize any of those names on there, yeah. but uh, they got a, you know, a pretty good manager. Well, you know, Gabe, uh, uh, Gabe Capel. Yeah. I think his name is. Yeah. And uh, he, he seems to be a motivator. So they're, you know, San Francisco, they're, they a couple of years ago, they won 110 games, but got knocked off in the playoffs. And since then, they haven't been very good. They got old. And yeah. so they're, I think they're going to be in second division this year. Yeah. And Colorado? Colorado. Colorado's Colorado, you know. Like, uh, Cardinals played them in Colorado. Um, and they, you know, they really, uh, you know, you've got, you know, there's a guy, named, you know, he's he looks like a wolf man. You know, with the beard, <laughs> long hair, and Charlie, uh, Charlie Chapman, Charlie, Charlie Chapman, something, yeah, Charlie something. Yeah. Been there for a hundred years. Yeah. Good ball player. He's getting a little long in the tooth. He used to be a center fielder, and now he's a right fielder, and uh, he's still a good ball player. But you know, and then they got a couple other guys on there. But you know, Colorado, it's hard to win in that where they're at. Yeah, because because they can't, you know. If you're a pitcher, the worst nightmare you can have is go to go to Colorado because of the the ballpark there because it's mile high, yeah, and and the and the ball travels so well. Yeah. Now they also play at mile high, also. Yeah. Yeah. No, they play. They got their own stadium. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But they're in Denver, see? They're in Denver, and so is mile high, right? Yeah, that uh, that uh, thin air can get to your brain and everywhere else. Yeah, you know, let's say you're a ball player. Let's say you're a Denver. Let's say you're a Colorado Rocky ball player, and you go on a road trip and you're gone for two weeks. And you come back, you got to get readjusted again. Right, that oxygen deprivation, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason why when all the ball players come into Colorado, they come from you know they come from Arizona or somewhere else. They always lose the first game because they're not acclimated to the climate. To the climate, yeah. I yeah. Mean, Colorado's never had, you know, all good. Okay, you get traded or to the Colorado Rockies, you're going to be out of baseball because you, you're, you just can't pitch in that ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Because the ball travels so well there. Yeah, well, like I said, I've when I was in Denver a few times, I'm surprised that I didn't have any problems breathing, you know. You know, that's, that's high climate up there, you know? Yeah. I've, I've never been there, um, except, you know, going through the airport, that's yeah. nothing, you know, but, uh, Diva now she used to, you know, she lived there. Yeah. Taylor was born in Denver. Okay. Okay. And, but, uh, you know, once you get acclimated to it, it's okay, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. All righty, Doug. Well, that wraps up this week. Uh, you know, anything else you have for us? Uh, anything you think we should look out for between now and next well, week? Well, 
I just want to say that, you know, I mentioned a while ago that Vita Blue died today. He was in the the, the Glory 70s teams with uh, Oakland A's. Uh-huh. Okay. And, you know, Raleigh Fingers, Vita Blue, Reggie Jackson, you know, Sal Bando, all those guys. He died and um, excellent ball player. I mean, yeah. he was a he was a tough pitcher and uh, really good and pretty good for the ball game for the for baseball too yeah. and he died he was only 74 wow that, that's young kind of scary. Punk. that's young yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that's my age i'm I, you know i'm gonna be 70 in august i go holy shit you know but i i can i can remember by the blue pitching in the world series he was only like 18 or 19 years old yeah yeah he wow. was young you know but he he died and of course so, so something that's close to my heart is that last week we lost two cardinals yeah. Uh, Cardinal, there was a Cardinal named Dick Rote, and he played shortstop for us in 64. Okay, he, he came over from Pittsburgh, great hitter, and not a good athlete altogether, good baseball, good football, a good basketball player, too. But, you know, he played for the Cardinals in 64 when we won, when we won the World Series, and he died. He was like 90 years old. Oh, and then well, another Cardinal that we all know and love, is Mike Shannon. Mike Shannon played for the Cardinals for nine years as a player. And then he got some kind of a kidney disease in 1970. He had to quit playing baseball. And he moved into the Cardinal radio booth. And he broadcast the games for literally 50 years. Wow. And he died. He died last Saturday. You know, wow. his 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 deal was that uh, he always had these sayings like, like you know, Abner Doubleday's done it again. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, yeah, or right down central, or you know, probably his most famous one when somebody when a cardinal hit a home run, he'd say, Get up, baby, get up, get up, yeah. baby, get up, get up, you know. Yeah. And he had little sayings, and he was, you know, like they called him the moon man because he would say stuff that was just unbelievable. Wow. You know, and he when he was a player, and even worse when he was an announcer. Yeah. And you know, and Jack Jack Buck was there in the beginning for a long, long time. And, you know, Jack Buck was always the best, you know, one of the best sportscasters in the business. Yeah. Shannon was okay, but great athlete. He, he played out of uh, Catholic school in St. Louis called CBC. And then he went on the university of Missouri. He was a quarterback and then wow. he played baseball for the Cardinals, but you know, a good ball player, but his announcing was just, you would never think this guy would be announcing ball games. Okay. Yeah. But you know, the the Cardinal organization, they liked him. Yeah. And so they, they put up with it. And probably a couple of years ago, he was you know, he just quit broadcasting like two years ago. Yeah. And you know, and and probably his most famous saying that that is that uh, there was a sponsor on Camel X Radio yeah. and they did they did glass glass blowing. Yeah. Okay. And Shannon would get his commercial screwed up. Oh wow! Okay, he would he do the commercial, and he in between innings he just you know talk it talk the commercial, and he starts saying hey you know this place is a good glass you know and he says for a good blow job call this number here. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh. yeah. But that everybody laughed about that, and he says hey that's that's Mike Shannon, you know. <laughs> and anywhere else they probably would have ran him out of baseball. Okay, but in St. Louis, you know, that's eh, Shannon. That's how it is. Yeah, because you know. Just over the weekend, the Oakland A's have an announcer that's been there a hundred years, and he made a he used the N word, yeah, 
oh, on the broadcast. And they're about ready to run him out of baseball now. He, wow. He's on suspension. And he yeah. said it by mistake. Yeah. Well, you know how it is. We live to live in a very politically correct world these days. You know? Yeah. We fight yeah, over. Especially in Oakland. Even in Brownsville. In you know. Yeah. Even in St. Louis. But Shannon could, you know, you know, you know, he, Shannon was okay. You know, he liked, you know, he was, he lived for the moment. You know, he played baseball. He did announcing. And then after he did the games, he'd go across the river to Cahokia Downs. Yeah. And he he loved horse racing. He loved yeah. horse racing. Yeah. You know, he's a gambler on you know, horse racing and stuff. And then, you know, he and then he had a, a chain of restaurants around St. Louis. Yeah. And then they would do it at on the home games, especially on a Saturday night. They would do uh, a, um, they'd have some of the players there. And he, you know, he at, at, his, at his restaurants because it was a hangout. Shannon's was right across the street from Bush Stadium, right wow. across the street. Wow. So a lot of all players and other people in baseball, and he'd have an interview. They'd be having a meal and they'd be drinking and stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. You know, and, but he's, you know, he was an institution in St. Louis, you know, Mike Shannon, you know, yeah. he's 83 years old. So, you know, we've lost that 64 team. I think the only ball players are left is Bob Euchre of all things. Wow. Mr. Baseball. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know he was still and alive. He he's announcing he's announcing the Milwaukee games, Milwaukee Brewer games. Wow. He doesn't do the he doesn't do the away games anymore, but he does do the radio for all home games. I wonder how you know, old they, he is now. I think he's like eighty seven. Oh, that's young. That's young. I thought he was much older, you know. No, he was playing six you know, sixty four Cardinals with yeah, he was, you know, we you know with Shannon and Gibson and McCarver, yeah. all those guys. Okay, Boyer, yeah. and you know he was always, you know, the famous tuba incident where the Cardinals were in the World Series and the the marching band was out on the field and and uh, he uh, he threw a ball. He had a good arm. He threw a ball and the ball went and went inside the tuba player. <laughs> and, gosh. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, the Cardinals had to buy the marching band a new tuba. Oh and when he got his real, when, when Euchre got his World Series check, he was like $350 short. The Cardinals took it out of his check. They charged him for the tuba. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A famous story. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Baseball. Yeah. You go to, you go to Milwaukee Stadium now. You know, you know, you heard about the Bob Euchre seats. Okay. Right. The very top level yeah. of, the, of the stadium. Well, they have a they have a, a dummy up there. They have a, um, a, you know, they have him sitting in a seat. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Bob like Uker, a mannequin, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got his own little seat. He's got his own little aisle. He's yeah. got his own little aisle, and Mister Baseball sitting in that seat. Wow. I saw a picture on Facebook showed him up there this year sitting yeah. next to himself. That yeah. is cool. Bob Euchre. That is cool. They, the Cardinals, every time they played Milwaukee, they Cardinals have him on there for a half inning or so. And, yeah. you know, and they said, you know, hey, Kai, hey, you look in pretty good shape. And he says, yeah, I swim every day. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That he says, I swim. Cool. I don't. Yeah. Glad to hear yeah. that he's still alive after all these years. He's still dude. kicking. Still Mr. Kicking. Bill, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> yeah. TV show called Mr. Belvedere. Yes. Back I remember the, that. I remember that. Yeah. 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 All righty. Of course. Uh, and of course, so in you know Major League, the the old you know the the baseball movie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you know when Charlie Charlie Sheen throws a ball, you know yeah. the wild thing, and he throws it 
you know, hits the upper deck with the baseball because he's yeah. wild. And Euchre says, just a little bit of high and outside. <laughs> <laughs> All righty, Mr. Baseball. Mr. Baseball. All righty, Doug. Well, that wraps up your first episode for the season. Uh, we'll be back uh, probably next Sunday or maybe Saturday uh, with uh, another episode. Um, you're also uh, not off. You're actually back from hibernation. You'll be on on Tuesday with us to talk about e-bikes. So everybody stay tuned to that episode. It's going to be an exciting. Yeah, I love cousin. my, I love my e-bike. Yeah. Doug's going to show us his e-bike, some of his videos. And then we uh, had an opportunity to visit uh, bicycle world here in Brownsville, where we've got some more video of some e-bikes as well. So please tune in to uh, that episode here on Tuesday at 8 p.m. And then, of course, as we mentioned, Doug will be back uh, after that next month to uh, cover all the highlights from uh, Apple's WWDC uh, event, which is scheduled from June 5th through the 9th. So we'll be getting all the uh, you know highlights from uh, that Apple event. Hopefully we'll see some new products. So, everybody, thank you for watching tonight. Uh, Doug, once again, thank you. Uh, we'll, we'll see you here in a, in a day or two. <laughs> All right, Danny. It's always a pleasure. Yep. It's always a pleasure, Doug. Okay, everybody. So, that's it for now. You guys have a great Sunday of what's left of the weekend. Thank you for watching. <laughs>